What do you do when the battle chooses you? How does one face times of adversity? The good news is, you won't be tested more than you can handle. Today, discover how to win your battles in this timely message, Winning Your Battles, with Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International Family. Join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International Family of the message, Winning Your Battles. Matthew chapter 7, 24. He says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a man who's, who built his house on the rock, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So we established the fact that no matter who we are, at some point in our Christian walk, at some point in our lives, we will be tested. The difference becomes what will be the outcome when the rains come, when the floods come, when the storms come, when the wind, winds are blowing on your house, will you stand or will you not stand? And, and we talked about the fact that the, I mean, here he says that the one who does the word of God, that is the wise person, doing God's word, not just hearing God's word, let it go out one ear and the other, but being a doer of that word, that is the person whose house will stand in the days of test and in the days of trials. And it's so important to realize that there are so many tests, so many trials that we go through in life. But ultimately, when, when we are tested, we'll keep moving on in our Christian walk. Uh, you never leave first grade in spiritually till you pass the test that is applicable to where you are. So once you pass that test, then you keep moving on and graduating um, uh, to, to the next level. And I see someone in this season, you are moving on to the next level in Jesus' name. You are moving on in your faith. You are growing. Your faith grows exceedingly in Jesus' mighty name. After this season, you will not remain on the same level. No, 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 no. You will move on to the next level in your walk with God. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Say aloud, amen. Amen. Glory be to the name of our Lord. So we established that fact. Number one, we will be tested. Number two, the testing of our faith is to prove the genuineness of our faith, whether we are growing, whether we are, we are the lesson. The ultimate goal of teaching is so that we can be tested. And when we are tested, our faith keeps growing and will keep growing in Jesus' mighty name. And so many times, the, the thing that happens is, so many times when we go through a test and a trial, some people have the tendency to give up on God. Some people have the tendency to give up on the church, to leave their faith. Um, some people have the tendency to even take their lives. But in Jesus' name, you will stand the test of that, that come your way. Amen. Now, let's look at some examples in the Bible uh, in that regard. First Samuel chapter 1. Let's go to First Samuel chapter 1. A couple of examples in the Bible where they went through a test, a trial, and ultimately they came out victorious. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 1. Thank you, Lord. All right. This says, Now there was a certain man of Ramethim Zophim of the mountains of Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroam, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, an Ephraimite. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Also the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters, but to Hannah, he will give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. And her rival also provoked her solely to make her miserable. Notice the phrase, make her miserable, because the Lord closed her womb. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. This is a very serious situation here. She's going through a test. She's going through a trial. 
And what is happening here is, um, not only that, she has a rival who keeps, I mean, if you've ever been in a circumstance, in a trial, especially when you are going through a test and a trial, and somebody is looking at you and mocking you. Somebody is looking at you and laughing at you and saying, in a way, so to speak, where is your God? Very, very painful. Very, it, it hurts. I, I mean, for, I mean like, like, for instance, if, if there's a stepchild and they are being mistreated, it's like being on a train at midnight. Very difficult. This is the kind of situation that Hannah faces. She's going through a difficult time. No ch childless. And the people that are around her, she's being mocked. And it gets so difficult. Now the Bible says that the Bible says that, that she provoked her, provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. I don't know if you've been there before. But sometimes you go through a test, you go through a, I mean, the, 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 when you put the food in your mouth, it doesn't even, you don't, you don't even taste it. Weeping and not eating. Because of the circumstance she's in. Thank you, Lord. Then, verse 8 says, that Hannah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? And I, am I not better to you than ten sons? So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now they had been going into the temple of God um, very often. But this time when she went, the Bible says she arose. You see, there comes a time uh, where you can keep weeping and not eating and, and feel sorry for yourself and, and, and have a pity party. But there also comes a time where you say, I am going to arise and this circumstance must change. This test, this trial, I must pass this test. I must go through this trial and come out victorious. She arose. Now, Eli the priest, verse 9, was sitting in the, on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a child, a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. She went before, she arose and went in the bitterness of her soul. And that is a good thing to do when you are going through a test and going through a trial. Pray. Pray. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. She prayed. And not only that, she made a vow. Sometimes, sometimes when it's very difficult, you, you may have to make a vow. But pray about a vow before you make it because it's better not to make a vow than to make a vow and not keep it. And if in days past you've made a vow to God and having kept it, I pray in Jesus' name, may God cover it with the blood of Jesus and may he forgive you. But he says, the Bible says that she made a vow and said, Oh Lord, if you would indeed look on the affliction of your May servant and remember me and not forget your May servant, but will give your May servant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of, the, of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. Verse 12 says, And it happened, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not, not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Put away your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. Oh, sometimes the circumstance seems difficult. People don't understand you. They look at you and say, Are you okay? In this case, the priest is sitting there and saying, are you drunk? She said, no, I'm not drunk. There is something serious that I'm going through, that I'm dealing, uh, that I'm talking to God about. I'm not drunk. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not drunk. It is very difficult. It is very trying, childless. And you are being provoked and you are being mocked. In the name of Jesus, I don't know what you may be going through, uh, that the enemy looks at and uh, is kind of mocking you and saying, where is your God? 
I don't know what you may be going through that your family members or other people may look at you and say, where is your God? Ah, but in the name of Jesus, in desperation, when you cry out to God, when you begin to reach out to God, he will deliver you. He will bring you out of that test and that trial. You see, then, then verse 17 says, Eli answered and said, Go in peace and the Lord, the God of Israel, grant your petition which you have asked of him. Go in peace. Go in peace. And eventually Samuel came along. If you read the Bible, you notice that that the, the, the children of the rival, their names are not even mentioned in the Bible. But Samuel became a blessing to was a prophet, became a blessing to the whole nation. And even, even till now, children are born that are still named Samuel. She made a vow. God, if you are looking for a prophet, I'll give him to you. If you are looking for, I mean, she, there was an exchange that happened. But I see someone, the test, the trial that you are going through, that seems like you will never come out. The testimony that will come out of it will not only be in your generation, but it will be a testimony for a very long time. If you believe that, say amen. Oh, the testimony that will come out of your test, out of your trial, will stand and will be a testimony for, 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 for a very long time. No matter what you may be dealing with in your family, sometimes it has to do with children, it has to do with your grandchildren, it has to do with your marriage, it has to do with your health, it has to do with your finances. I pray in Jesus' mighty name that you come out of that trial in Jesus' name. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now, the, 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 thing, to, the thing to realize is I want to give us some tips that will make us stand, that will, not, that will make us unmovable in the time of trials. You see, the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 20, thank you Lord, Acts chapter 20, verse, Acts chapter 20, let's go there, Acts chapter 20, verse 19, thank you Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says, serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials, which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews. Notice the phrase, many tears and trials. We, you see, we like the Apostle Paul in the Bible. I like him because he, I happen to be named after him. <laughs> but he's saying, he's saying that he served the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials. Did he give up when he was going through those trials? No, he didn't give up. He didn't say that I'm, I'm going to stop teaching God's word. I'm going to stop preaching God's word. This is too difficult. If you look at what the, what the man went through in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, it's not even funny. <laughs> being beaten, being shipwrecked, so many things. And he was in the will of God. But he goes on to say, how I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed to you and taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying to the Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And see now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. Verse 24. Let this phrase be on your mouth. Get familiar with this phrase. But he says, but none of these things move me. Hallelujah. Let's repeat that this morning. But none. But none. But none of these things move me. Hallelujah. The tests, the trials, they come to move you out of position. They come to move you out of the will of God. They come to move you, relocate you. 
Take you from where you are. Move you from your place of stability where you are planted on that rock where your house is not moving. Oh, but you get to that place and you say, none of these things move me. None of these tests, none of these trials, none of the things that I go through, none of them move me. They come to move you. And he says, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. He got to a point in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10. He says, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10. He made, he made this phrase, thank you, Lord Jesus, that Demas has left me. Sometimes you, you, you lose your closest friends. He says, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed from Thessalonica, Christians for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia. All these people have left him, but he says, none of these things move me. That I may finish my course with joy. You see, the enemy wants to take you out of your place. The test and the trial. Sometimes that come out of your way. Is to move you and take you out of the will of God. So that you will not finish the plan and the purpose of God for your life. But you refuse. Stand your ground and stand right there and say, none of these things move me. But what are the keys? What are, what, what's the key to not being moved when you go through tests, when you go through trials, when you go through crisis, when you go through mockery, when you go through different seasons of life, what is the key to where, getting to that place where this Paul got to, where he says none of these things move me? Number one, steady the way Satan uses to move Christians. We must learn how to discern the strategies of the enemy. Sometimes he makes things very tight. And tells you that there is no way out. But how many of us know, and you are steady, we've been steady. You are not the first one to, to go through something like that. Solomon got to the place where he said, there is nothing new under the sun. <laughs> There's nothing new under the sun. What has been before is what will be again. What you are going through. I mean, Joseph, look at all these. Number two, it takes me to my next point. I mean, steady the life of unmoved biblical character. They are godly habits and traits. How they overcame. Moses in the wilderness. Nehemiah was trying to build a wall, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, and the enemies just kept coming against him. At some point, he said, if you put an arm, arm on, on, your, on your shoulder, one hand, we are going to get this, this wall rebuilt. In 52 days, he got his job done. The fact is, you go through battles, you go through tests, you go through trials. But steady the lives of these people and get to the place where you say, Ah, my Lord Paul made it. Nehemiah made it. Jesus made it. All these people made it. I will also make it. I will not be moved. I will not be moved. And then number three, set the Lord before you at all times. Psalm 16 Verse 8, set the Lord before you at all times. Set the Lord before you at all times. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 16, verse 8. It says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. I have set the Lord, notice the phrase, not every now and then. Always before me, because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. No matter the trial, no matter the test, no matter what I go through, I set the Lord before me. I keep my Lord. Ah, he's the author and the finisher of my faith. And because I do that, I will not be moved. The circumstances will not move me. I set the Lord before me all the time. Number four, trust in the Lord in all circumstances. Trust in the Lord 
in all circumstances. Psalm 125, verse 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 125, verse 1. He says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot, which cannot, which cannot, which cannot, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. Where is your trust? Where is your confidence? When you trust the Lord, you are like Mount Zion, <laughs> which cannot be moved, but abides forever. Keep your trust, keep your confidence, and nothing will move you. Nothing will move you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He's at my right hand. I've set him before me. Therefore, I will not be moved. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then number five, receive God's faithful correction. Receive God's faithful correction. Receive God's faithful correction. You see, God will correct us. God may show you, make some adjustment in this area. Endeavor to receive his faithful correction. If all these things, you fail to practice it and the enemy gains the ascendancy and begins to move you, retrace your step, and when God corrects you in a particular area, make that correction and then keep moving on in your walk. Make that correction in the name of Jesus Christ. And, and, and realize that the promises of God will never fail. When you stand on his word, when you stand on his promises, you will never fail. If you can recall God's past message, if you can think about what God has done for you in the past, look over all your life, how sometimes you were in a very tight corner, you were in a very difficult circumstance. He brought you out. Recall his message. You will not fail in the mighty name of Jesus and your crisis will be turned around. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But then the question becomes also, we read about all these people. How, do they, how did they do it? If you, you ask yourself, in my everyday life, how do I win the battles? How do I win the test, the trials that I face? Go with me to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. We are looking at all these examples to help us build our faith. The Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. I pray in Jesus' name, may God give you a good testimony. And he says that faith is the substance. You see, you see from, a, from, from God's standpoint, everything that you'll ever need in this life is already provided. It's already substance is already tangible in the realm of the spirit. Everything. But when you begin, you see, you, let me take us a little step further. This is on my note, but it holds someone. You see, God, God is a creative being. And he created us in his image and his likeness. We can also, he's actually, he's also created us to create. Now, the, re the way that God created in the beginning was God had an image in himself of what he wanted to see on the outside. The Holy Spirit was hovering around, and then God said, and when God said, the Holy Spirit took those words, that substance, and then created. It is the, the creative process is, is not any different in your life. The difficulty, the test, the things that you go through, that is why it ultimately is a test of faith. Because he's going to test, like we, we saw in, 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 in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6, verse 6 and 7, where he was talking about the fact that the, the test ultimately is to prove the genuineness of your faith. So you also can create. You are a creative being. Now, hope is the image of what you have on the inside of what you want to see on the outside, concerning your finances, concerning your children, concerning your business, concerning every area of your life, that you that has to change, or that is going through a test and a trial. Now, what, what happens is, when you have that inner image, and you begin 
to locate the promises of God. And that promise comes into your heart and becomes rhema and faith. And you speak it out of your mouth. My Lord and my God, the Holy Spirit takes those words and creates. And then you see it in your life. It's, very, it's a very simple process. That's how, that's how the creative process happens. That's how you got born again. When you believe in your heart the word of God and spoke out of your mouth the word of God that you believe, the Holy Spirit took those words and recreated you on the inside and you became born again. It's a spiritual law. And he's saying that by that you obtain a good testimony. Very important to, to, to realize that. So, so there are some important facts that we have to realize from that standpoint. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So he says that by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Hebrews 11:3, so that by the word of God, so that the things which are not seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and through it he, being dead, still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away, notice the phrase, so that he did not see death, and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So there are four basic facts I want us to understand when it comes to faith. He says by faith, we understand. By faith, we understand. It's kind of going into the lab. And when you are in the lab, scientific lab, you prove certain things to yourself. It's kind of like in math, you prove to yourself that the, the Pythagoras theorem is, is correct. It, it, to, in studying to be an engineer, there were some equations that start at the top of the page and go all the way down. And, and you go to the next page and you have to keep calculating till I get the answer that I'm looking for. And when I get that answer, I love to do this. I'll put a double line underneath it. This is correct. This is the answer. <laughs> I know for a fact that this is the answer. I have proved it for myself. that this. So by faith, we understand. Sometimes you go through things that you don't understand. But he says by, by faith, we understand. And the fact, number one, that the world still exists should tell us that there is a God. The fact that the sun comes out and sets every day. The fact that there is seed time and harvest time. The fact that we go through these cycles and they have no seeds should tell us that our God still exists. There is somebody, there is a God who created all these things. And if he created all these things when nothing was existing in the mighty name of Jesus, he can recreate the broken places of your life. He can take your life and turn it around and create it and make it like he wants it to be when you are cooperating with him. If you believe that, say amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Number two. The revelation of the word of God. When we look at the word of God, all these examples that we see in the Bible, it, 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 it tells us something. All the miracles. Oh, the same God that did those miracles that we read about in the Bible is the same God that is alive today and will perform miracles in your life. Number three, my Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, his life his death and his, his resurrection is a fact. My Lord and my God. He was in the grave for three days. After three days, God raised him and brought him back. That tells me, my Lord and my God, there is nothing dead in your life ah, that is supposed to be alive that God cannot bring back to life. In the name of Jesus, I speak to the circumstances of your life. I speak to that body. Oh, in Jesus' mighty name, that it responds ah, to the healing power of God. In Jesus' as mighty and begin to call those things that be not as though they were. Your children begin to pray and speak into your life. My devil, you are not having my 
children. They will not go to hell. I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus that my children will serve God. Your power is broken over them, devil. Ah, the light of God's word shines into their life. Lord, send someone across their path that they will listen to and come into the fullness of that which you have for them. And then number four, the witness of the Holy Spirit in our world, about our world, the world, the word of God and Jesus Christ. Now, when it gets to Enoch, I, I will not leave this one, him alone this morning. <laughs> Enoch, he gets to him, he says, so he, 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 he says about him in verse 5, he says, By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. And was not found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 5. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at my good friend Enoch here. Genesis chapter 5. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says, Genesis 5.24, he says, And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. For God took him. Now, if you start in chapter, chapter 5 from verse 1, follow me closely, and, and verse 2, he says, And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and named him Seth. After he begot Seth, the days of Adam were 800 years and he had sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. Then he keeps continuing, verse 8. So all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. And Enos lay, and, and, and he continues, verse 11. So all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. And then he continues, verse 14. And all the days of Canaan were 900 years and 10 years, and he died. Verse 17. So all the days of Malalel were 890 years, and he died. And he keeps going on and on, verse 20. So all the days of Jared were 960 years and he died then he, he gets to Enoch Enoch is living in a time of death these people live a very long time Methuselah he lived for 969 years and he also died I don't know how you live that long on the earth that's very long <laughs> it's a long time to be on the earth hundreds and hundreds of years but the point is, when he got to Enoch, the Bible says he walked with God. He chose in his generation, ah, he was surrounded by death. He was surrounded by negative circumstances. And it's the same in our lives. You may be surrounded by negative circumstances. Nobody in your family has made it. Nobody, in, I, mean, I mean, you may be surrounded by negativity and you're in your workplace. Even in our generation, we see sin all around us. We see so many things happening. But rest assured, Jesus is coming soon. Sooner than you think. But Enoch got into it in his generation and he says, as he, I mean, he told himself, everybody may be dying. Everybody may be going through these negative circumstances. Everybody is going through this. But in the name of my God, my Lord, one day he was walking with God. Ah, a friend of mine puts it this way. He said he was walking with God one day and God said, let's go home. Enoch said, ah, my home is here. He said, that's not the home I'm talking about. I'm taking you to a different home. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He walked so closely with God. Ah, he lived only for 365 years but notice the difference between him and 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 all, and all the others the, the the difference between him and all the others was that he worked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters and all his days were 365 years. The difference between him, he did not live as long as Methuselah. But my Lord, when he gets to Hebrews chapter 11, his name is there. What is the difference? He walked closely with God. I pray in this season, your walk with God will be closer than he has ever been before. May God be real to you than he has ever been before. He walked so closely with God. It's not how long you live, it's the impact that you make that, 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 that makes the difference. 
and in the name of Jesus, everything around you may be negative. You may be faced with negative circumstances, but in the name of Jesus, Hebrews tells us how he did it. He says, by faith, he was translated. By faith, his position was changed. In the name of Jesus, I pray by faith, may your position change. May your position change. I said, may your position change. May you go from being sick to being healthy. May you go from being broke to being wealthy. May you go, your children go from being unsaved to being saved. May your position change. In the mighty name of Jesus, by faith, may your position, may you be translated. I see somebody in your generation, in your time, you get to that point, no matter the negative circumstances, no matter what has been going on in my bloodline, all the way to me, my generation, I will be different. In my generation, I will stand for God. Ah, why am my Lord and my God? Ah, when Jesus was raised from the dead, the angel asked the question, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is alive. His position has changed. This morning, I see God changing someone's position. Ah, if you believe that, say amen. Oh, my Lord and my God. No matter what you may be surrounded with, someone is experiencing a change of position. By faith, he was translated. Ah, so that he did not see death. Everybody, you read those genealogies today. You have seen something that you haven't seen before in those genealogies. Normally, you skip over them. This is boring stuff. Let's go to the interesting stuff. <laughs> all these years and all these people. No, in the midst of that, he put Enoch there. Ha, ah, in the name of Jesus, then the test, in the trials, may your position change. By faith, your position can change. One right, one, one writer put it this way. Minister put it. This way, no matter how anybody, how their life has been fettered, by faith they can be trans. Their lives can be transformed. No matter the test, no matter the really test of your faith. It's a test. The lessons every 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 weekend and every week it keep coming. Pastor Paul keeps feeding you with God's word. Now it's testing time. Are you learning? Are you? <laughs> it's time for you to be tested. You will not fail your test in Jesus' name. I said you will not fail your test in Jesus' name. I said you will not fail your test in Jesus' name. I said you will not fail your test in Jesus' name. You will not fail your test. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of our Lord. By faith, Enoch was translated. And if you read that, if, if you, if, if you, if you study the list carefully in Hebrews chapter 11, there is no one person there who didn't have a test. There is no one person there who didn't have a challenge. The difference between them and you is that those people made a choice and a decision to come out of their test. Every one of them. From, 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 from Noah. God, God tells you, you are living in a generation and God tells you, uh, I'm, send, I'm going to send a flood on the earth. Build me a, bo a boat as big as, I mean, I mean, he's living in a time where nothing like that has ever been built. Nobody has ever done anything like that. And then God tells him to do something like that. That is a test of, who he, of, 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 of his character. He has to do it. And, 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 you go through all, all, I mean, Abraham, Sarah is not having a child. Barry, they, they passed the test. And all these people. But the thing is, when it gets to us, they listen. <laughs> Lord, why me? <laughs> why do I have to go through this? <laughs> why me? <laughs> it's not going to do anything. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. He said, the test of your faith will prove the genuineness of your faith. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Joshua and the wall of Jericho. We like this, we like this story. You get to Jericho, Jericho is surrounded. And, and God gives you an instruction. No, I mean, where have you heard that when you have to bring walls down, you circle around walls? <laughs> That's not the natural way you fight. 
but he follows it and he gets the victory. All, all these people. And so when he gets to verse 32 in Hebrews 11, he says, And what more shall I say? For time will fill me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms. Faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead race to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better re resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in desert and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, having, notice the, 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 the phrase here, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having pr provided something better for us, that they should not be perfect, made perfect apart from us. They, they have not, re they did, I mean, they, I mean we, we have a better covenant, better promise. They were looking for Jesus. They saw him way afar off. They prophesied. They talked about him. But notice some of, the, some of the things that they went through. Very difficult. And you see that they, without us, should not be made perfect. So when he gets to chapter 12, he's not talking about still those people in those places. It's a letter that he's writing. Then he says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. All these people, it's like, the, the third day is like an Olympic stadium. And they are watching you. Abraham is watching you. David. All these people. They are cheering you on. Run your race. Don't give up. We endure. We did it. You can also do it. If you have relatives who have gone up there, they are cheering you on. Do it. You can do this. You can, it's, 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 it's like we say, it's doable. They're cheering you on. They without us should not be made perfect. And so I pray in Jesus' name that you not give up. Through faith, may you get a good testimony. Through faith, the thing that you are going through, the test, the trial, whatever you are going through, a good testimony will come out. And when that testimony comes, now when you share it, it will be a blessing to others. Wow, see what God did for me. See how he healed me. See how he gave me this miracle. See how he gave me this testimony. See, how, see what God has done. All these people, their faith was tested. But they were not moved. They stood. And now it's our turn. We will also stand. None of these things move me. None of these things move me. No matter the storms, no matter the wind, no matter the flood, my house is built solidly on that rock. I am a doer of the word of God. Sometimes I just, I, 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 I just, I just, I just, you just look at circumstances and then you start laughing. <laughs> like, like, like James said. Notice what he said. This, 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 this will help someone. James, I'll wrap up with that. James, thank you, Lord. My, 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 good, my good friend James. James chapter 1 verse 2. He says, my brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Count it all joy. Oh, this is an op another opportunity for my faith to be tested so I can go higher. 
I, I can graduate from grade one and go to second grade. I can graduate from th second grade spiritually and go to third grade. Ah, devil, you think you shot your best shot. No, 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 no. I'm going to shout and I'm going to rejoice. I look at myself and I say, this one will also pass. I look at myself and I, I count it all joy. When it's all said and done, I will be perfect, entire, wanting nothing. Oh, my Lord and my God. Ah, the devil meant it for evil, but God means it for good. It will turn out for my good. I count it all joy. My God is not dead. He is alive. My Lord, and that is the reason why, because you know what's going to come out on the other side. That is the reason why when you are going through that trial, when you are going through that test, that is the only basis that you can count it all joy. I look at sometimes myself in the mirror. I say, that's a blessed man right there. I am blessed and I am a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord and my God. That's just help us this morning. Count it all joy. He doesn't say there will be no trial. No, that's nothing like that. He doesn't say there will be no test. That the testing of your faith produces endurance. Endurance. Ah, but like Hannah, when that baby comes, you will be rejoicing. Ah, when, like, 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 like when that miracle comes, when that good testimony comes, you say, wow, it was worth it. My faith has grown. I've gone to another level. Ah, all those people that are watching me from heaven, keep rejoicing and keep cheering me on. I will make it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. That's his help. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God, they subdued kingdoms, they, they defied death, all these things. Fire, all that. Daniel came out, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. When they came, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out, the king said, everybody, don't worship any God again, again, ever, ever. <laughs> he set up a tall God, everyone bowed down, everyone, everybody was bowing, bowing down. They said, we'll go through the fire. When they came out of the fire, when they got the victory, the, the king said, everybody, don't even, don't, you have to serve their God. They are, there is something to their God. When you come out on the other side, someone will testify and say, this Christianity that you are talking about, there's something to it. This God that you are serving, there is something to him. I will follow you. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. I said, that will be your testimony. 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 Ah, this trial will not kill you. Ah, this trial will not move you. None of these things move me. I'm planted solidly on that rock. That's your testimony. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Talk to God this morning. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. In the name of Jesus. If you are watching us online or watching on on the TV and, and you, 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 you can identify with certain portions of it. So it may be childlessness that you are facing. It may be a crisis in your marriage. It may be a crisis at work. It may be a crisis with your children. You keep praying. I mean, you've done your very best that you know how. And you can identify with this. You see, if you have Jesus in your life, then you have a firm foundation on that rock. If you don't, then when the storms of life come, you don't have a foundation. So this morning, we want to introduce you to the one that can make the difference in your life. The difference between someone who is a, a Christian and someone who is not is that Christian has some, some, someone to fall on and to help him when they go through difficult seasons. If you are not, and you are outside, you are under the domain of darkness. The devil keeps playing ping pong with you. But when you are in the kingdom of God, he can come into your life and make a difference. And so if you are willing to do that, I want to help you along that path this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just pray this prayer out to me. Pray like you are talking to God. Repeat it like you are talking to God. And he will come into your heart. He will save you. And he will help you in life. Thank you, Lord. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I've heard your word. I believe you were raised from the dead. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Save me. 
make me new and help me in this journey of life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's all of us pray. And if you pray that prayer, let us hear from you. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Use the information that's on the screen. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Let's all talk to God this morning in the name of Jesus. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. What, no matter what you are faced with, the Bible says Hannah prayed and poured out her heart to God. Poured out her soul. And the priest said, God has heard your petition. In the name of Jesus, talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Concerning your children. Concerning your family. Concerning your health. Receive some answers this morning in the name of Jesus. Receive some answers this morning. We are before the throne room of grace. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I want to pray the prayer that Hannah prayed. Thank you, Lord, when she received her miracles. She said, my heart, I want to pray that over you this morning. My heart rejoices in the Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that your horn is exalted of the Lord. May you smile at your enemies in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord. For there is none beside you, nor is there any rock like our rock. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bowels of the mighty men are broken. And those who stumbled are gathered with strength. Those who are full, were full have hired themselves out for bread. And the hungry have ceased to hunger, my Lord and my God. Even the barren has borne seven. And she who has many children has become feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust. And lift the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord, and he has set the world upon them. Ah, he will guide the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength no man shall prevail. By strength, made by the almighty God, may you prevail over your enemies. May you prevail over the test. May you pass your test. May you prevail over the enemies that you are confronted with. In the mighty name of Jesus, the enemies that you are confronted with that threaten your very life and your very existence. Ah, the private tears that you shed and weep. In the mighty name of Jesus, may God wipe away those tears. May he put a song in your mouth. May he give you victory in the name of Jesus Christ. We trust that you've been equipped to win your battles. Be sure to download our WMCI app, follow us on Facebook, sign up for weekly devotionals, and bloom in your season. Stay connected and grow with many great resources we have available for your Christian growth.